taking off in five, four, three, two. Yo, 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 it's your boy T.O. as you know. It's your boy O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. And we are the motherfucking Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film related, along with any other goddamn thing we want to talk about. Holy shit, we were on hiatus. I don't know, do we take a double winter yeah. break? Is yeah. Because we took one, like, not too long ago, so I feel like we're taking... We took another one and we we're like, man, fuck it. Like, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's definitely like maternity leave long. <laughs> and I said, I just, I just said leave. Yeah, really yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you I like said it double two L. times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> we're we're off to a marvelous start here at the Fade Podcast. I don't know podcast. why it came out like that. <laughs> but yeah, it was that long. Um, it was a double. Yo, a a lot has happened. A yeah. lot's going on currently. Yeah. A lot is coming down the pipeline. I want to jump yeah. right into it really quickly. This guy has been one of my favorite actors over the past few years. I mean, yeah. thinking back as far as Batman Begins, yeah. and then you've got Taken, uh-huh. the Commuter, The Passenger. You've yeah. got The Gray. Yeah. Um, uh, um, uh, uh, Clash of the Titans. You know, release the Kraken. He was in Clash of the Titans. Yeah, he was the motherfucker. Was like, release the Kraken. Look, that's how much I hate that movie. I don't even remember that yeah. shit. But he <laughs> he had the sh- the the shiny suit on, the armor like Diddy. <laughs> You don't remember that? I I would remember Liam Neeson Diddy Bobby. You remember that that line, release the cracker. I remember the line. I don't remember who said that. Oh, wait, because he played Zeus. Yes. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Okay. Yeah, Um, yeah, I'm with you. So, he, uh, during during a recent interview, right, Mm -hmm. Liam Neeson told a story of a, uh, and and again, very interesting timing, right? Black History Month, Mm -hmm. right? Um, you, you, you're you're an actor. Why, Liam? Why yeah. during Black History Month? You're an actor. You're you've got a movie coming out that you're yeah. obviously trying to promote. Mm-hmm. Um, he tells this story about I think this was well over twenty years ago, right? Yeah. When uh, a friend of his had told him that she had been raped, yeah. and you know, in asking her questions about you know the rape, um, he asked you know what was the color skin color of the person who raped her, and obviously she told him. Um, you know, he was an African-American man, right? Yeah. So Liam at the time, I think he was like in his late 20s, maybe like early 30s. Yeah. So Liam at the time was, you know, just angry, right? Yeah. Angry at, at at black men at that time, right? Yeah. And, and, and he told a story about how he would walk the streets at night just filled with rage and anger at times, just wanting to kill, uh, in his words, any black bastard. Yeah. He he saw. Yeah. Uh, obviously, he he never did it. Yeah. Um. He never acted on that anger, that rage, but that's what he wanted to do. Again, interesting timing during mm-hmm. Black History Month. Um. Very. I uh, I, I want to say this. The comments came out before Black History Month, though. Like, oh, they did. Okay. I, I want to say well, that. Yeah, the, I don't know for sure. I I, I forget. No, what you the could be right. Is. But like yeah. right now, the story yeah, is yeah. at its like peak, right? Sure. So, I think there are two sides of this, right? There yeah. is. Looking at that that hate filled rage, right? Mm-hmm. You know, is that something that was just during a period of time in his life? Is, mm-hmm. You know, I think unfortunately in this country, a lot of people have that in them, and a lot of people act on it, which is why we have like uh, a lot of hate crimes, mm-hmm. right? Um, do you accept and like forgive a person for like having that that feeling, that anger, and that rage, or yeah. do you say, hey, no, like? 
you know, that that's probably still in you. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. like, what do you do with that? What's your take on get, it? Can I can I get your take first? Or? So my my take on it is, you know, I'm looking at the why of it all. Right. Why is yeah. he telling this story now? Why? You know, why would he risk his career like that? Well, right. Well, if I'm to understand, he told the story because he's talking about a movie that he's current, like a movie that just came out or maybe is coming out. Um, that he was describing how he prepared for the role and mm-hmm. he was describing how he reflected on feeling like that. Yeah. And that's sort of what sort of guided him for this particular role. So I think that's why he was talking about it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it makes perfect sense, right? But at the same time, like, I'm sure his publicist would have said, hey, you know, don't tell <laughs> that story, right? <laughs> so and, and I, I heard D.L. Hughley say that, like, Liam Neeson was kind of, like, brave for, for telling that truth. Yeah. That, that feeling that a lot of people probably feel. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are probably like, you know, I... I you know, at a point in time, like I hate, you know, those blacks or those whites or those Mexicans or, or I hate women. I, you know, a lot of people probably feel that rage and that anger and yeah. never act on it, which thankfully he didn't. Yeah. Uh, some people never show it. Um, for some people, it's during a period of time in their life. For some people, they live their entire lives feeling that way. Yeah. They never show it, but they like. They, they feel it. Yeah. They, they, they feel it and they do things like along the way to, uh, yeah. to express like it. It pokes right? out in sometimes. Yeah, like odd and curious ways. Now, here's here's how I feel about Liam. Yeah, uh, I don't think he is racist. Yeah. I, I don't think he is um, prejudiced. I think at a point in time when he he internalized his friend's hurt, right? Yeah, he internalized her being have been in being raped and being raped by a black man, and mm-hmm. he's just like, you know what? I'm going to internalize that anger, and this is how I feel towards all of those people right now. Yeah. Um, I think he, that was a moment in time that he's gotten past. I don't think he's again at all racist. And yeah. um, I do feel, you know, this could be movie promotion, right? Which yeah. wouldn't really make sense. Cause he's no. canceled you all of his, yeah, 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 he's <laughs> all of his like retro appearances. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the movie's probably not going to do very well because of all of this stuff going on around it. Sure. Um, but he's like, you know what? Like, this is my truth that I that I've lived with, and I have to tell it. And I feel like there's some, you know, there's a bit of bravery in there. Maybe bravery is the wrong word, but it's, yeah. you know, it's bold. No, no, I I think it's very bold. Uh, but but let me let me let me start off by saying this, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go far away from what my end point's going to be, but I'm I'm eventually gonna end back there. Yeah. Uh, if, if it's 2019, if you're still saying in any sort of uh any social media that somebody's canceled, you're the worst. I don't. I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. I don't. What does I don't, that mean? What the fuck does that even? How do you? This random no fuck. No. <laughs> nobody knows what the fuck your name is. Literally, nobody knows what your name is because your name's not even in your foot. Like if on Instagram, whatever the fuck it is, your yeah. name doesn't even show. It's your username. That's just your username or the fuck you made up. So nobody even actually knows your actual name, and you're on there. Liam Neeson's canceled. Um, so there are people coming out to defend Liam Neeson. Like, so for instance, Michelle Rodriguez, who was in Widows, as well as Viola Davis. Yeah, her reason was stupid. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> that was equally dumb. Don't get me wrong. Very she, she had a defense of Liam Neeson, for those who don't know, who was saying that, oh, he was making out with <laughs> Viola Davis Well, George Widows. Washington fucked yeah. the slaves. So. Like, uh, and and I, I guess that those are two different like extremes like okay one is you're making out somebody the other is you you're raping somebody who i imagine you're not necessarily like oh let me kiss you passionately yeah is let me just take what the fuck you got yeah <laughs> you know very true. so those are two different things but at the same time it was still like i i, I believe it, it was, was still it, it was not stupid. the best point to make like that's just that's equal yeah. uh that's easily like somebody could easily counter that with yeah people were raped you know a black woman were raped 
by white men when they or were that sick. he was paid millions of dollars exactly to do it. And I, so i, I hey my I worst enemy <laughs> <laughs> for a cool millie all right so so that was a dumb thing uh but you know for the people who are saying oh like people are canceled just in general i don't even care about just the liam neeson situation if you're it's 2019 if you're in any sort of way saying somebody's canceled or that you have the authority or power to dictate whether somebody's quote-unquote canceled you're like reevaluate your life and and make better decisions yeah, with you just want to be a part of that movement. you just all you want to do and you want to feel like you have some sort of power that you that you can guide some, you can't you don't nobody gives a fuck if you come out with that 10 people are going to like it and then move on with their fucking day yeah it was like That's the it. cancel r kelly thing his streams went up so i guess <laughs> i guess he wasn't who's really canceled, canceled. <laughs> <laughs> okay so so that's the first thing second thing um the people who are defending Liam Neeson, I get where you're coming from. Like, because, and, and that leads to essentially the third thing I want to say. I, I get where they're coming from. And they're like, just how you said Liam Neeson was brave for, for saying this. I don't know if he's brave or stupid. And yeah. Sometimes could it's be a both. hard distinction. Could be both. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's the same thing. Yeah. Being brave and, and, and like, uh, so, and I, and I should tell you this. I, so you guys said it couldn't be done. I did it. I am now officially caught up. Game on of Game of Thrones, caught mm. up all the way through. Okay, in a week, one week. I had no life for an entire week. Uh, that was a good week. That <laughs> was probably a good, a good week. week. Uh, so, so, uh, damn, and I forgot what what fucking reminded me of, of even saying that. But uh, when I look at Liam Neeson and what he, the comments that he made, I look at somebody who's willing. Like the fact that he's saying it is him willing to admit, "Hey, I said this." Clearly, I was wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to tell you, like, just my thought process, which you're right. Like, a lot of people would think that about any, like, forget just black people, but any fucking other ethnicity, whatever the case is. If some Asian person is driving slow as shit in the, in the fast lane and is, like, you know, changing lanes and not turn, putting on their turn signals, whatever the fuck it is, all Asians cannot Asian drive. Can't they drive. can't drive. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and so... Um, when he admits, like, hey, my friend said you would rape by somebody and the guy happened to be black. And for a, a second, I was like, yo, I'm going to go out and I'm going to hurt the first black person. I'm going to kill the first black person I see. That's an understandable, like, especially if somebody who's close to you yeah. went through something, that's an understandable emotion. Like, you're human. You're allowed to. Now, clearly. It was an, an extreme. A yeah. week from now, it doesn't come out. Liam Neeson murdered a black guy. Wow, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson shot Tupac and Biggie. Yeah, if he, if it was Liam, Liam Neeson, all along. oh god, if it was him, <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, I, I don't know what happens to Liam in that case. I can't, I cannot yeah. follow you down the path. Can't protect going. you, Liam. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that's an understandable human like emotion. Now the preposterous nature of what people are saying in terms of like, fuck Liam Neeson, he's racist. The preposterous Jesus. nature of that is what are you actually saying in that situation? Are you saying if somebody like forget the Liam Neeson situation, if you're saying, okay, what if somebody was a part of the KKK and then decided, you know what? This shit is wrong. I'm out of it. Yeah. Are you telling them they can't like, you're not going to allow them to do that. Allow them the space to do that. That if they were once a part of the Ku Klux Klan and they decided, oh, this is crazy. I can't be a part of this. This is nonsense. Black people are equal in my eyes now. Are you going to tell them like, no, but you're a part of the KKK. You're canceled. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? The person is 
clearly trying to make a change and realize the error of their ways and you're going to crucify them for that? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? And, and, and that's dangerous in so many ways, right? Absolutely. Because it's to say that, you know, once you are something, you can you can never, you be, can something never else. be something else. You can never be something else. And... Even, and, and in his case, even and again, I believe this. I could be wrong. I don't believe he's racist. And and in his case, it's like you also you can't change, and, and you also shouldn't speak your truth. Yes, you, right. So like now, the people who see Liam Neeson being vilified for telling they're the never truth, going to come out like, and say anything. Yeah, like I'm that. I'm never going to tell my story of of how I've come out it, of the darkness. And all that does is make you. It makes the hate, um, it makes the hate sort of, um, uh, it bear, if, exactly. That's exactly the word I wanted to use. It, it makes it fester, like in, in terms of like you and, bury and deep. What does fester really mean? Uh, I don't know. We, no Uncle one knows. Fester, fester, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Nobody uh, it knows. sounds good. It sounds appropriate. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, uh, it's fester. Right? It just, it's, it's the right sounding word. Yeah, yeah it, it, it makes you sound intelligent when you, it's like one of those words where you're, you're just waiting for somebody else's reaction to see mm-hmm. if you're right or wrong for using it in the context that you <laughs> used it in. <laughs> you're just like, did yeah, I use that right? Fester? They're, they're like, yeah, yeah, that. And you're like, yeah, yeah I'm intelligent. <laughs> um, but to wrap this whole Liam Neeson thing up, um, yet the people who are, are are saying that, you know, oh, he, sh- he he's racist, he shouldn't come out and say that or whatever, I, I think you're exposing your own limited mind. Like you're, you're, you're telling the world, hey, I'm not capable of nuanced thought. I'm only capable of seeing the world in extremely, no pun intended, black and white terms that I I can't think deeper than just the surface level of, oh my God, he said he didn't like black people at one point in time. Like, oh my God, he's racist. And and I I don't think he said he didn't like black people or like he hated black people. You know, like he could have said like, he but could have even thought he, or felt like, oh, I wanted to go kill a black nigger or something like yeah. that. But he said, like, black bastard. Yeah. Um, he may have chosen his words carefully. Either way, I do think it was, like, kind of like brave to tell that story, being like, hey, I have a movie coming out. This could destroy my film. So, like, I, I, but something I, I've worked I on. He, I don't think he even thought. I think that should, he was in the stream of conscious, meaning yeah. that, like, he was just, like, he was saying literally what he felt. Yeah. And I don't think he really thought about it in terms of, like, how this is what this is going to impact later on i think he was just telling how he felt and should we not fucking encourage the world to do that like yeah. do, do we just crucify everybody who lives their truth who says hey this is how i felt even if it's bad even if it's the worst like there are guys like are, are you if you're a woman like any woman who's saying Liam Neeson's canceled are you telling me that every guy you've ever come across in your life like th- there aren't a few who are like Yo, I try to I try to have sex with her. I don't even care if she wants it or not. Like I want to have sex with her. Are you telling me that some some guys who are your friends didn't have that thought running through their mind? Yeah. And are you gonna be like, you're a rapist? No, you're not fucking a rapist if you never actually fucking raped anybody. Like, yeah. like we have bad my point is is we have bad thoughts going through our minds on a daily basis. And if you're crucified for having any of those bad thoughts, because like so say if somebody fucking ran over your child, you know, and you now hate that person and whoever, like their culture, their, like you hate that person. Um, 
are you going to crucify that person for feeling that way, at least for a short period of time? Because yeah. Liam Neeson's not like, I still feel like that. I walk the streets every day thinking, hey, today's the day I'm going to kill a black bastard. Yeah. You know? if, if, you know, just to use your example, if like some, if a Muslim person, you know, hit my car and, 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 and my child was hurt for that, right? Yeah. I'm not going to hate all Muslim people. Yeah. Yes, uh, unlike Liam, I will go through the hunt down <laughs> and the killing portion, but it won't be reflective of that entire religion. Just that yeah. one person. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, anyway, you know, I think Liam is brave. Like he didn't act on it. He, he's telling the story, a story he didn't have to tell. There's bravery in that. I think yeah. people uh, shouldn't be so quick to vilify him. Um, yeah. I, I also think that sometimes people are too quick to forgive. Mm. Uh, like I, I do want to. I'm curious to know more about like. You know, what made you feel that way? Like what, you know, at what point did you say, hey, you know, this feeling that I have is wrong and and how far have you come since then? Like, yeah. I think that would be good to know. Um, yeah. I may never know that. But at the same time, I don't dislike Liam Neeson. I'm not going to, you know, not watch Liam Neeson movies anymore. Yeah. You know, I th- still think he's a great actor. Yeah. You know, and, and that's as much information as I have to make decisions about this man. So, yeah. Um, yeah, unlike uh, Liam I, Neeson, someone who did go through with a lot of this, yeah, uh, <laughs> someone who did act on their killings. Yeah, I feel bad for laughing at that. He definitely killed some people. A lot of yeah. people. <laughs> uh, so we're talking about Ted Bundy, who um, Zach Efron plays Ted Bundy in. Uh, yeah, it's like a terribly something something. It's a very long and confusing title, and I think that's because like. Apparently that's what the judge called Ted or said about Ted Ten Bundy when I think they were sentencing uh, Jesus Christ I can't talk sentencing him or they were you know passing down the judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, they he's terribly wicked, incredibly something something I don't know something long and that I'll never forget. They need to come up with an acronym for it. Yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. Uh. uh Zach Efron's playing him. Um. And it brings up a very odd question. Um. Because a trailer dropped and people were like. I want to fuck Ted Bundy. So, <laughs> so and 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 I, I'm stuck here because I've heard that like at least two or three times this week, right? Yeah. Where um, you know, a, a few of the women that I work with, they were all like, you know, well, Ted Bundy was just so handsome, right? Yeah. Like, he was just so handsome, and I'm like, he was a fucking serial killer. Yeah. I, how does what? <laughs> how is that the first thing that comes to mind, right? Yeah. Um. But it is interesting how society views and treats people who are attractive versus mm. people who aren't. Like absolutely for um, and this is not my information. This is uh, <laughs> you know it's bad when you're like I I do not co-sign this. This is this not what is I research that was done. So so women tend to vote yeah. right, like in whether it's a presidential election. Um, any type of voting system, right? If they're yeah. they vote based off of who they find to be more attractive. Well, I think that's, I think that's sort of leading the witness, right? Because okay, if if you're women and you're voting on f- for who's most attractive, like that, sure, especially during the presidential campaign, that makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like if you're a heterosexual male, I don't think you're voting based on who you're attracted to. Because it's like I'm not attracted to any of these people. Well, so so the the thing was like when women are um, voting, like and we're just going to use like um, uh, politics, right? For now, yeah, sure. So in in an election, right? 
yeah. women do look much more into how attractive the man is than men look into how attractive the female candidate is, right? Like, but th- that's what I'm trying to say is, is that no one's gonna had... be like, "Yo, I voted for Nancy. I like <laughs> I, Nancy Pelosi. I like yeah. her uh, stance on education and infrastructure. She's sexy." Well, no, that, but that... women are gonna be like, you know, Barack was very handsome, and I liked his uh, foreign policy. Like, wait, what? Well, that, 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 that flip them around, bitch. Well, that that, that doesn't make sense because then we. <laughs> We got we got Trump, we got Bush, who I we got I guess maybe Clinton. You you might even throw in it. These aren't attractive guys. They gross. Get Trump. Very but so Ugh. in in most cases, right, the statistics say yeah. that women Bear lean towards okay. that. Like that's, that's, so in the case, in this case, right? Yeah. And I think why Ted Bundy was um is kind of like glorified in a way mm-hmm. um is the fact that a lot of a lot of women, like one of the first things that they'll say is, "Oh, he was very attractive." Like, I just, I just don't understand why he, you know, why he, why he was a serial killer, or I don't know if he did it because he was so attractive, even though he like admitted to all of this shit. It's just very interesting what you hear about him from women, yeah, who are talking about like this yeah. this documentary. Well, well, what I would blame in that situation actually is entertainment, meaning that inter- entertainment has taught us or. And not even just entertainment, like in terms of like movies and, and TV shows, but also like books and all that. They paint bad people as like ugly and like they look like fucking Quasimodo. Like it's it's like the Star Wars effect, right? Where if you join the Sith, then you just start. No, you just fucking decay. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you start your skin just starts falling off for no reason. Like yo, all I did was join the Sith. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I just paid my membership. I just signed up. I've been here a week. Why am I old and ugly <laughs> why, now? Why are my eyes now yellow? I yeah. don't understand what Fucking this was Sith not Lord. in the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> um, entertainment teaches us that okay, if you're an evil person, if you're a bad person, you're ugly. Which is why in our society, ugly people, okay, unattractive people. If I guess maybe it's a little <laughs> more politically correct. Let's, let's <laughs> stick with ugly. It's so, it's it's so mean of a thing. <laughs> fucking ugly <laughs> yo it isn't being called like you know what's funny like some yeah. of the um some of the most like simple insults are the most hurtful Look, I, I was, ones i was literally just thinking about this the other day and, and shout out to fabe uh i remember one time he, he got me one time right because he just like he just saw me like i i think we were like meeting up to like go somewhere to grab some eat or some just like some random shit yeah and the first thing he says is yo boy you ugly as shit <laughs> And I was self-conscious the rest of the day. I was like, wait, what? Now, this is, I'm very confident in myself in terms of, like, my looks or whatever. Like, and for the rest of the day, I was like, am I? I was like, damn. (laughs) And and then what really got me is I heard him say that to somebody else. So I was like, this person's not ugly. Like, and I just realized, oh, you're just saying that just to cut somebody down. But it actually works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That works. When you, when you you unprovoked, like unprovoked, when you just say somebody's ugly, unprovoked, that person's like, wait, come on. Like, but no, I feel like that's the thing in the black community, right? Like, the first thing you want to do when you see your friends insult them, like, boy, you ugly as shit. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> it just it hits you in your core. Yeah. Like, do white people do that, Peter? You are unattractive. No, I think they. I think <laughs> white people in general do that, maybe in more underhanded ways than just blatantly saying you you're don't ugly. invest well. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your financial manager? Look, there's like <laughs> must be a buffoon. <laughs> Counting your money, like, must be an idiot. Like, um. 
Yeah, I think they do that in, in very underhanded ways, whereas I think black people are much more blatant and much more just, yeah. I'm just going to say it <laughs> outright. Um, uh, but yeah, um, getting back to this whole Ted Bundy thing, um, I think I think it's understandable that people are like saying, okay, he's attractive. How could this guy be a killer? He's so attractive because it doesn't make sense. And like when you try to logically think about it, you're like, why are you out there killing? I just... Just go fuck everybody that you want to go fuck. Like, you're attractive. Like, nobody's going to... But then you, like, have to, like, have some, like, intelligence in terms of understanding that fuck is attractiveness. Crazy is crazy. Like, psycho is psycho, whether you put it in somebody who looks like Ted Bundy or somebody who fucking looks like Quasimodo um, or somebody who looks like, uh, what is it, the... Uh, not the mountain of Game of Thrones. Who's the uh, who's his brother? Um, the hound, the hound, the hound. Uh, yeah, yeah. somebody who looks like the hound, you know, whether, whether you put psycho in one or the other, him or Ted Bundy, you're still crazy. And I think that people have a hard time letting go of that concept of crazy means ugly. Yeah. You know that? I mean, and granted in Ted Bundy's case, right? Like he actually was, um, charming, like, charismatic. Yeah, charming cr- cr- educated, intelligent, attractive man. And you're like, whoa, like, why is this guy murdering? women like he could just fuck them like they would give him the pussy <laughs> yeah. um I, again I, I just think it's uh the 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 response that you get and again which is why zach efron uh you know a very attractive <laughs> actor in hollywood yeah. is is playing him because and i yeah. think that's very fitting you mm-hmm. know it, when i heard or when i saw zach efron as ted bundy i was like good casting yeah you know whoever was responsible for that yeah um I haven't seen it yet. I do want to watch well, it. Well, I don't know if it's actually come out. Uh, th- there's there's the um, something on Netflix. Oh, right now. No, no. Yeah. There, there's a there's like a documentary. I think there's a documentary on yeah, Netflix, but the movie exactly. hasn't come out yet. Exactly. Um, I do want to watch the documentary on Netflix. I, I don't. I think I've seen enough of Ted Money. To I'm not like, going to go just, to the yeah. theaters to see the Zac Efron movie, but yeah. like... And, and that's just because I'm not interested in the whole like murder mystery serial killer stuff. Well, so so here's here's their misstep, right? Because I do think that the whoever made uh, so the trailer came out for this uh, for the Zac Efron movie, the they made an error, and the error that they made was so the the big question is okay, are we romanticizing a serial killer? Mm-hmm. You know, are we just trying to paint him in this? Oh. It's Ted Bundy, you know, he's just a really handsome person who just happened to kill people, you know. Are we then making it sort of okay? Like, if you're attractive, hey, it's kind of okay if you kill people because people are going to still, like, remember you as just this attractive person. Like, for instance, when the mugshot came out of the, the you know, the model, the, the black guy who was like, a, he turned out to be yeah, a model. Yeah, he had the eyes, yeah, hey. And then he had some... some Shout out to yo, him, he came up. Yo, but, but that's that's what's preposterous about that is that they don't even care what he did. They're like you look sexy as fuck yeah i want to fuck you or just like the fiji water girl uh uh from the oscar or it wasn't the oscars the academy award who like she like her job was just to hold fiji water and she was like in the background of like all the photos and she instantly became famous yeah it's just like you don't know anything about her she hasn't acted in anything really it, it, i gotta google this yeah, yeah, yeah google, but i, I google, remember yeah. the guy and i forget his name but uh he went on to marry that australian billionaire woman. yeah uh, <laughs> No, for real. It's like the Oprah shit. Like, and, and, it's like the Dave Chappelle and Oprah. And he, he married in an Australian. I think her family's like got oil money or something like that. Yeah, and they yeah. got divorced, and I think he got like a big payout, or he's getting like. Did they get um, divorced? I didn't, I didn't think they got divorced. I, I, I thought think, they got divorced. No, so he he's been divorced. So like he literally he left his old woman, like the woman he was yeah, with. No, I, I think he also recently di- divorced his like billionaire wife. Well, if they didn't sign a prenup, then she got the a dumbish piece of I shit. Think he's like modeling for like. Uh, I think he has a Fashion Nova or Zara contract too, yeah. where he's like the one of their like top models. I'm like, yeah. Yo, you came up, bro. 
<laughs> so, so I, I say all that to say that it's understandable why our society views it that way but we have to change the way that we think from that perspective of just assuming that people who are attractive because that's how people get away with so much shit right is that oh my god they're attractive i will i would never believe this because you don't want to right you want to believe that they're good or that they're they're great because uh they're attractive you don't want to think that they're a piece of shit you know yeah uh, so i think we really do uh but the misstep that they made with the trailer is is that everything was actually fine with the trailer Except for the music. The music makes it sound like, oh, this is just a, a lovable, you know. Uh, it's like too, uh, like too high spirit. It's too like action of. based or like, oh, this is just a zany tale about Ted Bundy yeah, hurting a few people. It's like, no, he was a fucking serial killer. You need to like paint him in that light of being a serial killer. It's it's like the, the show You, right? So we watched that. We did the press play on it. Go check that out if you haven't. Um, and they sort of do the same thing where it's just sort of what society would deem a handsome guy. Yeah. Right. Um, uh, and I forget what the, the Ben is it not, it's not Ben Kingsley. No. What was the name? It's uh, like ben the something. actor. Yeah. And you something. Uh, I forget. What I don't remember. Name. Um, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we need. <laughs> um, so he's an, an uh, what again society would deem as an attractive guy, um, and he's playing in this role, and people are like, "Oh my god, he's sexy! What is he gonna do next season?" It's just like, "Yo, this dude just murdered half the fucking yeah, he's gonna people kill on people the show." Next That's season. exactly yeah. what he's going to do. Uh, and like, and this segues into other parts of life, right? If you watch the news at any channel, there are all of the news anchors are are very attractive people, right? Yeah. Um, there's no unattractive people telling you the news because I don't want to hear. <laughs> news from ugly people i don't want to hear that that uh the stock market lost all this money or that uh you know the, the flint michigan water crisis oh you know that's that's you terrible need but it with the smile you know face. Yeah, the yeah. woman telling me this news is very attractive yeah, right yeah that's why they put beautiful people on the news mm. i guess it softens the blow a little bit right it does um, yeah. i remember or it makes you coming like come back for more like yeah. it makes you if you get bad news from like person who you don't find attractive you're just like i'm just never coming back because you, you you don't deliver for what I need, but if somebody's attractive, you're like, all right. I know you just told me that 18 kids died in Guatemala, yeah, uh, from you know a fucking volcano, which but I don't, God I don't think that's a possibility. On but CBS God damn it, News is very if I don't like that dress you're wearing, <laughs> you know, and that's why Fox News has like the the rinse and repeat uh, newscasters, right? Yeah, all of them are um, middle aged blonde women yeah. with nice tits. I, all of them. If, if you look at the past twelve Fox newscasters, they're all yeah. blonde white women. Yeah, so that's because that's who their audience wants. Well, to that's see. more because they know Rogers that. Ailes was a pervert more than it's because they. Have and it's who their data. audience wants to see. I. I it's guess, who their yeah. audience that's wants true. to see. That, yeah, their, their audience are like old white people. So I guess maybe that's true to yeah. a, a, a strong degree. <laughs> yeah, they've got their old white wives, and they want to see their young pretty. <laughs> What their wives See that maybe new model. <laughs> probably not. Definitely not what their wives used to look like. What their yeah. what they wanted their wives to look like. These, <laughs> <laughs> these old motherfuckers out in Tennessee, uh, <laughs> Middle America, MAGA yeah. hat wearing. Shout out anyway, to fuck them. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, but yeah, so and, and the same thing goes in sports too, right? You want beautiful yeah. people, um, you know, interviewing the players or uh, on the sidelines. Or, uh, you know, the card girls that are. Which I, I think the is ring. antiquated. That's like a who like. 
do, like I don't does that work like in terms of like somebody's holding up the cards for the rounds are you like oh my god I'm so glad that they have a really attractive and robust woman to walk around the ring with this card if I I wouldn't know what round it was unless that happened yeah. like why um, is that why the 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 ring card girls I do like them I'm not I do like them yeah they're pretty good but that's so, like it's like especially it's, the it's, UFC it's, ones I don't like the boxing ones I like the UFC ones no but like okay or even take cheerleaders right like what are cheerleaders doing on the sideline like nobody literally nobody is watching them on nobody TV no them. at the game I've been to tons of games never have I once been like look at those cheerleaders man I'm really attracted I'm not gonna to lie. them I, I've been to uh I've been to a lot of games like a lot of like Redskins games or yeah. like you know a couple Ravens games and mm-hmm. you know occasionally I'm, I'm watching the cheerleaders like I'll show you right there, bad though. And no point. And she could tumble. <laughs> Did you see that tuck and that flip? <laughs> Jesus Christ! But, um, the rain. Anyway, that's that's, that's just me. That's just me. Fair enough. Uh, but anyway, yeah. the Ted Bundy, the thing on doc, uh, Netflix looks good. Um, again, I think Zach Efron is just a great casting for that movie. Uh, yeah. Am I going to see it in theaters? No. Uh, am I interested in seeing that? Yes. Despite the fact that I'm just not interested in those like murder mystery serial killer movies. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm 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 very past this myself. But yeah. I, so I was looking at the uh, photos of the the, the ring girl, girl, the yeah. Fiji water girl from um. Uh, the Golden Globes. Yeah. Hey, she she knew what she was doing. Look at she how does she, she know what she's doing? She's holding water and she, looking at the camera. She was she made sure she was always behind one of the feature I think, or prominent actors or actresses who's being photographed. At so the they're time. they're just showing certain people, but I'm pretty sure that they there were other water. Women no, no, yeah, there there, there were um, four other water girls, but she was come on. I'm going to make sure I stand behind Idris Elba because he's getting photographed, right? I think you're just standing there with water. I Honestly, I don't think that there was looking, a plot behind it. No, I mean, in some of the photos, she's looking directly at the camera. Yeah, because there was a camera flat. Like, where are you supposed to look? Like, where, where else would you look? I'm, I'm sure whoever hired her, the event company, <laughs> probably told her, do not get in the way of the actors being photographed. Do your job. Hand out water. They didn't say, do that. <laughs> they didn't say, stand directly behind Idris Elba. And the, uh, the picture that Rain's showing sure right now. And make sure you're in the picture. Is uh, the Fiji water girl staring literally into the camera like she wants to, like, murder the camera. And then here's, like, <laughs> some more where she's, like, staring at. Or, yeah, like, it's a Hayden she's, she's penitent. 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 Here. How is she still getting movie? Like she's not a very good actress. <laughs> I would, I mean, I would pipe her down. But like, you know, she's not a very good actress. Anyway, uh, uh, Heroes was this here, shit. here goes another one. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, she's very she's when you're working very the event. seductively into the camera. I, I, I can't explain that. I, so I, I honestly, not, I can't. I, can't uh, I can. She's trying <laughs> to get a check. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, let, let, let's move on here. Um, let, let's jump right into uh, this uh, 21 Savage thing. I know we had a couple other things we were supposed to talk about, but I am running dangerously short here on time. So How many problems uh, you got? A lot, right? And I mean, <laughs> hey, this, he does have some problems right now. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I think this is something that's going on across hip hop, right? Yeah. Um, Hip hop is 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 now the number one genre of music in the world. Mm. Everywhere they love hip hop. People who don't even like black people love hip hop. Uh, Tommy Lauren or whatever her name is, right? You know she's she has some tweets back in the day where this is before she got on like you know like uh, the, before she I think worked for the Blaze and now uh, Fox News. Um, she she had uh, tweets like yeah. Like I forget exactly what she says at the beginning, but she ends up by like I love to pop that pee, like she clearly meant pussy. Yeah, in that situation, and so it's just like it's so funny how like okay you can go back and you can delete those. I'm like that was never me. 
And then you can turn around and be like, man, anybody who says shit like that. So it's one thing, like what we talked about earlier with me and Meeson, it's one thing to go back and be like, okay, I regret those things that I said and I'm, I, I'm sorry that I said them or, and I don't even know if Liam even said that, but that's the sentiment that I would have to believe that he believes. Mm-hmm. Um, right or wrong, uh, you know, who knows what he actually thinks. But for her to go back and be like, I'm conservative, and if you ever see anything like this, you're terrible. Yeah. I hate these liberals. I saw your tweet from 2014. It's like for you about? to go back and then chastise other people for the shit that they do and how they live their lives is preposterous. Like, yeah, I mean, and she's, I think that's the difference between. Them. I think there's like a video of her online, or there was a tweet she sent to where she's like a quoting a 21 Savage song, right? Yeah. And now she's like, you know, now she's coming out saying like, you know, people like him who are here in this country illegally should be like deported, and um, you know, I should be investigating them it's like bitch you was just singing you know i got one two three four five six seven and so um there's a lot of incorrect information going on with the whole 21 savage thing yeah there's, there's I, don't, a, I don't fully understand what's happening in the situation uh, yeah. bring it up so he is uh and his his full name i i don't fully know it just because it's a very long name. Benjamin um, Savage. It's it? it's something something <laughs> Abraham something Abraham Lincoln. Um, <laughs> so he is uh na- he's from an island that is currently under like is it, it it's um European rule European rule Great Britain under something, European something, Empire. Yeah. Is there still a something European about, Empire? Is that still a thing? I don't. I, European I don't rule think that's is a it? Thing. Yeah. Is the European well, Empire although, done? Uh, there are a lot of uh, is that like Rockefeller? Is it? It's done. <laughs> now it's just like Jay Z. I broke the rock up. Yeah, it's just Dame and and Jay, and then Europe, and then Brexit. What's happening? Over I don't there? know. Yeah. It's no madness, madness, chaos. So he's from a um uh, an island that's under like European rule, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, his family moved from there to Atlanta like fourteen or fifteen years ago, right? Yeah. Um, and I think he's only like twenty five right yeah so 14 or 15 years ago he's like nine or ten years old when his family um, uprooted and moved to atlanta mm-hmm. uh, and i think being in a place for 14 or 15 years like you're now from that place mm-hmm. especially when you move from some somewhere else when you were so young that you may have m- memory of it he didn't but- have any choices like i don't understand what people are saying like and this is the basic complication when they talk about like oh like people here are illegally yada yada if you were brought over as a child yeah you don't know anything else other than the U.S. Yeah, it's not like he booked his flight. Yeah, like, I was like, know, "Hey, should I get JetBlue or through. should I come on?" Yeah. <laughs> so, like, is there a more commuter way to travel other than JetBlue? I don't know. You yeah. know, it wasn't like he was making fucking decisions. Like, you know, um, yeah, he came here as a child, right? Yeah, and. When he came here, he moved to Atlanta. He's been in Atlanta ever since. And he's like, apparently, uh, like, even like the governor of Atlanta um, or like the, the mayor, so, some or the city council some members higher, have come in support person. of him yeah. because even though he like raps, you know, in, in his raps, you may hear one thing. And I yeah. think it's changed over time or before. Yeah, I think when he first came out, he it was used more to be like with the shit. All that gang shit. Now but it's now like it's, yeah. invest your money, yeah. buy businesses, you know, fuck all the cars and the diamonds, like, yeah. you know, acquire land and property, right? Yeah. Um, so just to tell his backstory, though, he came to Atlanta like 15, 16 years ago. He's been there ever since. He's now become one of the more famous rappers in the in the uh, out of the South. Right. Yeah. Um, his most recent album, I Am, I Was doing very well. And he has a song called A Lot. 
mm-hmm. on that album, right? Mm-hmm. He recently did a performance on, I think it was either Jimmy Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. in which he added a third verse to his song. Mm-hmm. And in those lyrics, he um, kind of criticized ICE and he criticized the government mm-hmm. um, immigration policy. Like there was one line where he was like, um, I think he said like, I didn't been through a, I didn't been through a lot of shit. I couldn't imagine my kids at the um, like immigration or something. Like he basically saying, I've been through a lot myself, mm-hmm. and I couldn't imagine my kids being held at the border, mm. right? Yeah. And it's like you know that's that's kind of a powerful quote because like you know even someone who comes from like you know people who come from nothing who come from terrible areas it's like you know I've been through a lot of shit, but God forbid my children are ever being held yeah. at like you know, the the border at Mexico or customs is like, you know, I couldn't I couldn't live with that, right? Yeah. Um so he's obviously questioning a lot of the things that's going on where they're holding children. Children are dying at these um detention centers. You mm-hmm. know, it's there's something very wrong there and he questioned it. So and then what happened two weeks later? Yeah. Ice Ice comes and arrests him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And you know, hip hop artist and another uh, Chicago rapper, Joey Badass, like he tweeted like, you know, there's obvious, there's a vendetta right now against uh, hip hop artists, especially hip hop artists who are using their platform yeah. to criticize the president or um, legislation or some of the things that are going on. Another rapper, um, little baby was recently arrested in Atlanta for like driving reckless or dangerous. They're, they're going after these motherfuckers. And yeah. I think that's what happened to uh, 21 Savage. He was targeted. Yeah. Well, t- to be fair, like, uh, so again, I, I just got done watching Game of Thrones. So that's fresh in my mind. Mm-hmm. And mostly because I wasn't thinking about anything with Game of Thrones for an entire week. Uh, but I think that's one of the main things of Game of Thrones is, okay, when you're a bad guy, people kind of just don't fuck with you that much, right? Because it's like, you're a bad guy. Um, now, that might let you meet a, a bad fate in the end. But during your reign, you know, people aren't really going to like fuck with you too much because they have something they like, they know you're willing to play ball. Right. But when you're good and you're principled, the first thing you're afraid of, somebody's going to cut me down immediately. Yeah. Right. So like if you're, if you're, um, Jon Snow or if you're fucking, um, uh, Tyron, uh, Lannister, yeah. right. You're good. And therefore, people immediately want to get rid of you, right? Because they're like, this person is not about the shits. Like they, yeah. they don't, they not, they're not with the shit that we're doing. So therefore, we immediately need to cut them down. And they're icons of the people, right? Which is why everybody thinks that um, uh, Daenerys, right? She, she should be queen because she's principled and she's good. Uh, but the people who are already in power, are like, fuck all that noise. Yeah. Cut that immediately, you know, because you're they know you're not willing to play ball with them. And yeah, so Cersei's like, it, yeah, we can't have we that. can't have that. Let shit. the White Walkers come, right? <laughs> I'll sacrifice everybody. I don't care. Yeah. So, so what's happening with this whole Twenty One Savage thing is like when they when he when he was rapping all that gang they were, drug they, shit, there was nothing. They, they, they were like ice. They yeah. were like. No, I, I have 21 Savage yeah, like, in my oh, car right I now. I love like, that 21 <laughs> Savage song. It's, it's really catchy. You know, the, the guns and the drugs he's rapping about, destroying yeah. his own community, go yeah. for it. But then when he questions ICE, when he questions, you know, the things that are going on in the government. Nigga, you they, out of pocket. They're, they're like, oh, wait, where are you from? <laughs> Nigga, where? What island? Let me, check, from? Let me check your papers. And now, uh, one, one of the things that also came to light is uh, he's, he's his immigration papers, and um, the forms he filed like three, four years ago, yeah, um, they were still pending, right? Mm. So it's like his immig- uh, he, he did the right thing, right? His visa and now, expired, but still trying to get rid of him. And he applied for um, citizenship, yeah. and they took advantage of that because they were yeah. like, his application is pending, so therefore but it hasn't gone through. Back. So we're gonna yeah. go and deport you, and they're holding him in apparently one of the one of the most um, uh, 
like one of the toughest uh, detention centers, right? 23-hour lockdown where they typically hold criminals or yeah. the, who they're trying to deport. Well, I think they did that because they I think when they arrested him he he had a gun on him. I think he had a Glock on no, him. No, so there that was not his vehicle and it wasn't his gun and all of that is on record, right? I think he was being uh, driven, uh, he had a driver, so not his vehicle, not hmm. his gun. They have very interesting proof that is yeah. his lawyer has proof that this is not his car. This is like a driver that he hired to drive him. But, uh, and the gun in yeah. the vehicle was registered to someone else, not but his gun. Th- that's even more to the point. Like, they're going to try to get you on anything. It doesn't matter. Anything. Like, whether yeah. if they even, like, we think you're you know third cousin on your mom's side uh did cocaine back in the day therefore you did cocaine we yeah got you on that like, and, and they try to get him on um like drug possession like they you know because he was convicted of like a felony drug possession charge like years ago right and they yeah. try to bring that up well you know he did the crime he you know served his punishment yeah um, and, and, and then he also got that expunged from his record but, yeah, still but they still brought it, it up, up as oh that's kind of that's partly why we detained but him as here's well. the preposterous nature of like why this is happening now yeah so 21s he's been arrested he's been yada yada like he's had his name has been in the system meaning that he hasn't kept like a very low profile yeah and now you're saying you just found out yeah that he's here illegally yeah preposterous you you guys let him perform at madison square garden (laughs) preposterous when he when he was talking about drugs and guns you guys let him perform at madison square garden yeah but now when he talks about ice on uh, Jimmy Kimmel, absolutely. You're like, oh, preposterous. we gotta get this motherfucker. Absolutely preposterous. Yeah. So it's uh, yeah. you know, I hope that situation works out for him, and I, I think it's clear to a lot of people that he's being targeted. Um, you know, and this is one of those situations where like your platform could be used against you, right? Yeah. Um, and, which is what J Cole and a lot of other rappers who are like, you know, a little bit more mature, a little bit, you know, who understand the system a little bit more, how it can be used against you. Is saying, hey, you know, all that drug gun talk, you know, you guys are doing all this like you know, uh, riding around with the Glock and, you know, riding around with guns and drugs. It, like, it, they're going to come after you it, one it's, way or another. It's, it's your past, right, that's going to catch up with you. Like, so, for instance, if you decide to turn, like, Muhammad Ali, right, uh, he was Cassius Clay, uh, and then he, you know, uh, uh, I think, was it was it the uh, on, Elijah took Muhammad? Took a pilgrim, that, yeah. pilgrimage to Mecca, yeah. met the Honorable uh, Elijah Muhammad, converted exa- to Muslim. Exactly, and, I, and I'm almost positive and I could be getting my history wrong here, but they, I'm pretty sure they threw him in jail for not participating in the Vietnam war. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when they stripped him of his title and yes. put him in jail. And, and so when you take a righteous stand, that's when they'll use anything to like, uh, it, it, or, or it's almost like the better example perhaps is, uh, I mean, the better example is Malcolm X, right? When he was saying, fuck the white man, they were like, yeah, yeah, you know, go, you know, go city to city, do your thing, fuck the white man, blah yeah. blah blah. When he's saying let's come together, when like, he, let's yeah, be, when he yeah. started saying, you know, you know, no, let's let's not lead with hate, let's lead with love, yeah. let's let's you know unity. That's, let's that's when they're like, kill him. Oh, we gotta get we gotta get you the fuck out of here. <laughs> or or like a Harvey Dent from The Dark Knight, right? Where, um, they see the symbol that you are, the mm-hmm. good symbol that you are, and they're like. We need to tear that down. Like we need to make everybody realize you're not the best or you're not good or you're not whatever. So we need to get you on anything. I don't yeah. care if you fucking, you know, uh, need to uh, turn Gotham's white knight into a villain. Ex- yes. Yeah. We need to burn his half his fucking face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need 
to tear that person down in order to further your own cause, which is a despicable thing, right? To, to see this person being an example, a shining light, somebody who's positive in the world. And you're immediately like, how do I erase that? How do I get rid of that? It's, it's, it's an evil thought, but yeah, you know, and, 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 and this somewhat segues into like another thing we want to talk about before we wrap up. Cause I know you gotta yeah. get out of here. Yeah. Um, it's Black History Month. You see things like rappers being targeted. Um, you see things like, you know, major brands, Prada and Gucci. Um, you know, a lot of interesting things are happening this month. Liam yeah. Neeson tells a story. Uh, you know, Ice took down 21 Savage and Gucci recently released a sweater, which um, is like a mock neck sweater, which covers up your face, mm-hmm. uh, half your face a little bit, to, mm-hmm. you know, for cold weather, right? Yeah. But the sweater very 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 closely resembles um like uh, blackface right yeah uh, african-american characters that were depicted in like the 1930s 40s and 50s yeah you know we've all seen it the the, the big lips big yeah. red lips big eyes nose whatever it may mm-hmm. be so gucci put out this sweater um immediately people came and said hey you know like what the fuck are you guys doing this is this is very racist this is clearly blackface yeah and gucci issued you know had one of their interns write up an apology <laughs> right and you know they put it out i think they took down the shirt right but like yeah. you have to wonder what went on behind the scenes so and look at all the people who go into uh, both making the product yeah. right there's there's designers who obviously like you know did their fucking uh textile designs and and design the product itself right then someone had to like or a team of people then had to approve it and say yes we're gonna make this product it's gonna go into production right and then once it's produced then the product needs to be photographed and um and then put up on the website so there are all these people along the way that are touching the product and seeing it and approving it along the way yeah and you mean to tell me at no point in time did anyone say hey this is wrong here's where I stand on this whole situation with Gucci. Um, there is simply no way they're going to try to convince me that that wasn't purposeful. And and the reason why I say that is because if you see the picture of this sweater, there is nothing, there's nothing you can come out with that isn't, Hey, this is about, uh, and I forget what the exact term is. And I, and I've regretted it since you started talking about it, that I can't remember exactly what, what it's called when they have, um, it's like a character that they that they have, you know, with the again the red lips, yeah, the, the you know jet back uh, skin, um, uh, these like cartoon sort of caricature type of uh, of images. Um, uh, there is no way that you can see that sweater that they're wearing and have any other opinion other than oh that's what they're trying to mimic. That's what they're because like they're like. And, I, and I'm finding it hard to talk because usually we just talked about a f- so many different situations where like the Liam Neeson yet where I'm like trying to be nuanced about this. Even I, can, there's just no way you could defend that. Like, yeah. there, like there that is purposeful, you know, and it's crazy because it's Gucci, which, you, you know, shit ton of black people buy your products and, 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 and spend money. So what would possess you to do that? What what um, what incentive would you have to do that? Unless you're just trying to push the envelope with what you can get away with, meaning that, hey, this is how I actually feel about black people, uh, because it's like, what if your worst enemy buys your shit, your products, right? And are you going to stop selling to them because just out of principle? No, because you you love money. Um, uh, uh, so you're like 
but how what can i do to like make them feel terrible about themselves simultaneously still getting them to buy my shit yeah. and it's shit like this where you you have such disgust for certain people that you're just like i'm just gonna i'm gonna see if i can get away with this yeah. and if they're still let, gonna let buy me my slap shit. you in the face exactly and see if you'll still give you uh, yes. see if you'll still give me your money Absolutely, right yes. and 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 so we know that this is blatant disrespect Absolutely. and doing black history month right yeah. how blatantly disrespectful could you be yeah I, um, I don't know about the timing part of it like i don't i don't know if they plot it like we're definitely going to drop this during black history but it is very curious uh, again i don't know exactly when they what, came out with this whether it was the week before like <laughs> just it, sometime around it, it's it, yeah. happened this is all like this conversation is really happening right now right yeah. so it's doing black history month and sure this is blatant disrespect. There's no way around it. Like, I don't yeah. think there's any excuse that they can give me. Like, well, I, I want to know everybody who was involved in the making of this product. Yeah, could, I bet, could, I bet not one of those people was like a, a person of color, black no, person no, no. E- who e- no, stepped no. in and said, Hey, like this is wrong or leaked it. I, I might even, I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow that to be their out. Like, Oh, we just didn't have anybody who is like, no, there, no, there, but, no, but that's not an out. Then that's to say, Hey, like if there was not one person of color who was in on like the, on the decision making for putting this product out, then that means I think that is that was no, no, then I, very I, I, purposeful and intentional. Like we're not going to involve any person of color who no, no, I, maybe sa- stop this. We're going to put it out. I'm saying slap you in the face. That can be their excuse, meaning that they can be like, oh, there was one black guy sitting in the corner and he didn't say shit, so we, we thought it was cool. I don't want even want to. I don't give a fuck if there are ten black people in the room. There is no way you put this out that you're not trying to make a clear. St- I don't give a fuck who was sitting on yeah, your okay, uh, I, I get uh, that in, in, in your seat, um, but. Again, now if there was a black person in the room, like Nigga, you ain't saying nothing. <laughs> now, so, so but he didn't he, want to get fired. Yeah, <laughs> here's the bigger thing, right? Um, we have to look at all right. So this is out. It happened. Yeah. Um, what happens next, right? And here's what I think happens next. Mm-hmm. Nothing. No, absolutely. I yeah, think the wheel continues to turn. Yeah. I think uh, you know these like the rappers who who rap about you know Gucci, Louis, well, Prada I, I all did the time, see, but. He, I he, think he's a little more nuanced, but uh, I said, did see Ti make like a statement like we're not buying any more of your shit? Yeah, Ti made it. Uh, Spike Lee, it. Spike Lee said it right, but like you know, again, a lot of these like younger rappers or bigger rappers, they're like, yeah, what is what it is? Is Gucci yeah. Man gonna stop wearing Gucci? <laughs> is, is Gucci Man now right? gonna change his name? Is it? Is, is he now you know, Chanel Man? <laughs> all these, all these rappers who are wearing these major brands, and like, let's be real. Gucci would not, uh, and I'm not gonna say it wouldn't have survived this long, but Gucci would not be Gucci if it weren't for. I think I saw um, I saw something to that effect that they weren't, uh, they weren't as like they were struggling as a company. Gucci was until not black Gucci people, we know today until yeah. um, uh, rappers started rapping about yes. it, using it in our. Uh, it started being prominent among black culture and in black music, right? Yeah. Which is why, like, fifty years later, they finally did a partnership with um, I think the Harlem. Uh, fashion clothing um yeah uh, dapper dan be- yeah. paying homage to they they hated dapper dan for so long yeah and then when they realized oh this is actually kind of profitable yeah, we have like, to oh, like let's yeah, let's at least try to now yeah. because now we see that like you know these rappers and these ball players you know we need them so yeah. we need you on our side to keep them right? right so again what happens now i hope that a lot happens and i hope that um african-americans understand the value of their dollar and, and the way they spend their money and how that can impact change. But, but you see, like, I, I don't think that this stops in black people. I think this goes to people, meaning that our material attachment or our attachment to material things is what sort of holds us slave to a system that we don't want any part of. So for instance, like, okay, let's, let's, let's put, let's put people in a bind, right? Let's say, okay, what if next week, 
Popeyes, the, the the founder of Popeyes or the the president of Popeyes comes out and says, "Man, fuck these niggas!" Like you know what I mean? And he's like a white old white guy, right? Okay, we're gonna stop eating Popeyes for a week, but then we're gonna yeah, be we right back to this chicken. No, no, but but here's yeah, my, wing stop. Here, here's my point to, <laughs> and I'm only eating the at the wing stop that Rick Ross owns. Oh, okay, so even perfect. You go to Wing Stop, right? The Wing Stop, uh, the CEO of Wing Stop, let's say is a black, you know, man, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you find out that he's into child pornography. Okay, we're gonna stop eating at Wings. But, well, my point to saying all this is now nah, we just. Throw him in jail. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep eating the wings. That's no, but, a, that's, but that's, that's that's a person. Put that nigga in jail. <laughs> but that's what. That's Where's my order? Of, that's the point of, I'm trying to make is just because people insult black people. That's almost that's a smaller issue. The the bigger issue it are that is that we get so attached to these things that we we just can't let go. Like, okay, so for people who boycotted the the NFL this season or boycotted the Super Bowl because they were mad about Kaepernick, okay, take whatever it is that you care about, right? You can you don't care about football enough to stay uh stay attached to it. Fine. And you're principled, great, right? What is the thing that you care about? And imagine if the person, whoever's the head of that, the head of that thing said something crazy about black people, about women, about whatever, about children. Can you then disengage from that thing? And I think that that is the biggest problem. Well, the, I mean, so I'm confused by like, so what is what are you then trying to say? Is, is, is that the smaller issue is the fact that they Gucci insulted black people, right? Mm-hmm. That that's just, to me the smaller issue. The bigger issue is our attachment to things like Gucci, things like these clothes that that are you spend thousands of dollars on these clothes and they're just they're they're fabric. These are things that are just made. Yeah. See, like, I I don't think an attachment to them is is the problem, right? Because like if you have, um, you know, if you have a million dollars, what is a two hundred dollar Gucci shirt? nothing right it's just it's to you it is then just a shirt like a ten dollar shirt from zara is to me you know you know buying a two hundred dollar shirt to me seems like a lot but to someone who has a lot more money than me two hundred dollar shirts to them is nothing which is why gucci appeals to those higher uh income individuals right who can afford that right Mm -hmm. and also tries to appeal to the people who can't afford it who aspire to it yeah so the bigger issue i don't think it's material attachment because there's nothing wrong with wearing expensive clothes if you have the money the bigger problem is the fact that they know that we are it's the financial part of it right Mm -hmm. they know we're still going to spend our money on their product they know they're they're still going to be profiting but why successful brand but why do they know that they know that because there's an attachment to that thing like we're, we're, and you're right like it, it doesn't matter how much it costs right because it's like if you're very rich what does it really cost to you to buy whatever clothes but th- the same problem persists where you're attached to a material thing and i, I think and I, and I read this book recently um or i've been reading this book uh where it's all about it talks about love you know how how to love you know yeah and uh, one of the main tenets is, is is that we don't actually know how to love. We we all we really know uh, is to attach our thing our, ourselves to things that are at the end of the day fruitless, like that don't really mean anything, but that we still like for the moment they give us pleasure. So therefore, we associate that with like love, like oh hey, I love wearing this or I love doing that. But you don't really love it. You're just that that thing is like a fleeting thing that's here one moment, gone the next. And that's what my point is, is, is that we're so much in that mindset of a glorification in the moment that 
we allow that to dictate the shit that we do. You just said it yourself. You take somebody who's rich and they buy a Gucci shirt. Yeah, it is what it is. It's, it's you know, cost me whatever. What is that to me, right? But that poor person who's trying to aspire to be like you is going to look at that as a symbol, right? It, it's why black people love wearing big chains and all this other stuff because it's showing you my wealth on my neck. Like, yeah, it's a symbol I'm, of it's a like symbol of my status and where I'm status, at. It's why people yeah. go out by jaguars that's why people go out and uh uh you know where jaguar ain't no status <laughs> Fuck that. that's, jaguars are a piece of shit <laughs> so, no, so I, I get what you're saying but i think the angle we should look at this from is um here's a moment or or uh here's a moment where we can use the value of our dollar right we, we can attack this from a financial perspective right you know if you want to, if you want to buy expensive clothes, sure, you know, do your thing, but just not with a brand who's blatantly disrespected the black community like this. Don't, don't buy no Gucci shit. Don't buy no. Buy, again, don't my, buy no Prada shit. Maybe buy from. Uh, uh, if you like expensive clothes, sure, buy expensive clothes, but maybe from a black-owned business, right? Um, black, uh, a black designer, something along those lines. Use your dollars to impact change yeah but you know if you want to dress nice dress nice sure do your thing but just use your dollars to impact change i i, I can agree with that and I, I i can't argue with that too much the only thing that i caution is, is that propping propping people up because you think that they represent your interest is a dangerous thing because you don't know if they represent your interest so for instance you can buy from somebody who is like a, it's a black owned business you whatever the case is. And that's, that's like by all intent and purposes, that's a good thing, but you don't really know what other shit that like, what if, again, what if whatever yeah, crazy I mean, thing sure, comes like, out? We, we don't know that. Right. Sure. But if I'm, I'm still going to buy clothes, I'm still going to buy sneakers. Right. Sure. So my choice then is who do I buy from now? Granted, I don't know exactly. You, you could be a fucking child pornographer person, <laughs> even though you're a black uh, designer who makes, clothes that i like yeah um i don't know that right yeah. and I, I i can't make that decision every time i walk into your store and do the research on you to make sure you know i should swipe my card at the end of the day but what yeah. i do know is that gucci has blatantly disrespected us so That's true. yeah so right I now yeah. i'm going to not spend any of my dollars over there and sure. i'm going to put those dollars somewhere else i'm going to hit them financially yeah to, so that they understand the gravity of their situation and i may not come back to that brand until it's fixed right yeah that that you just gotta attack it from a financial perspective, but people are still gonna buy shoes and clothes. Yeah, rich people are still gonna buy expensive shoes and clothes. Uh, as the world turns, yeah, <laughs> world's still gonna turn, but yeah. you could you can affect where you spend your money. All right, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, I, I definitely do have to get the fuck out of here. Uh, so we have come to the uh, conclusion of a very uh, very philosophical fade podcast show we, yes. we, we we came back in strength yeah you know for those uh listeners uh you're gonna spend the next hour with me as i uh talk very slowly about things that only matter to me so tune you can get out of here yeah uh, you you guys get ready for a great show that sounds gross i'm just gonna end this now <laughs> fair, fair <laughs> enough fair enough all right ladies and gentlemen uh, if you if you stuck with us as long as People usual like, we definitely appreciate shit. it like, is he really gonna do this no am they, i gonna be stuck here no they they literally just exited whatever program they're listening on they just <laughs> click that no, X. No. they were gonna continue listening they were like fuck now i have to change my whole schedule he's trapped me here on this podcast uh, um 
if you stuck with us this long, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, but you know, do us the kindness and hit that uh, like button, hit that subscribe button, hit share, that share this button who with whoever the fuck you think can profit from our musings about Gucci and Ted Bundy and I forget the first thing we fucking talked about. What was the first thing? We Liam, about? Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam uh, Neeson about Liam Neeson and whoever's saying cancel in twenty nineteen. Go fuck yourself. Stop it. You're the worst. Uh, but with that being said, uh, I think we're going to rise up out of here. We'll be back Monday for you uh, live in, in full effect. Again, I'm just going to continue saying that yeah, as much as I possibly can. It's not bad. Just say it with confidence. <laughs> live. You, you said like you, you just woke up live. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, with that being said, we're going to have to use your protocol. Fade out. Peace. Out.